Yo, 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 what's up, y'all? Yo, 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 what's happening? 250 yo's. Yo, 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 I was on a trip. When somebody yellow starts cake. a sentence like that, speaking of yellow cake, you gotta listen. I was on a flight to New Orleans uh, a week or so ago, whenever that was, and the person sitting beside me and the person sitting beside them in the three row, three seat row, suddenly I start hearing yellow cake, yellow cake, yellow cake. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, what? And of course, all I can think about is Mark Brunel's yellow cake. How you think of yellow? Why else would you be saying but, yellow cake? But it's this woman and she's sitting there talking about, yellow uh, I guess, you know, the, what is it? Unprocessed <laughs> uh, uranium or radioactive material because they were talking about the whole Japanese, uh, Oh, yeah, she was talking about the too. smart person yellow cake. Yeah. The, oh, right. Smart. And, Does Japanese and, and have a bunch of yellow going, cake? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Going to some conference about that. So, but you She's know, going to a yellow cake conference. John Sanko. <laughs> <laughs> was Mark Brunel the guest speaker? <laughs> was Mark Brunel. Mark Brunel to speak about. Yeah, he shows up and there's all these scientists and nuclear physicists and stuff. And he's like, uh. I'm here to speak <laughs> about yellow cake. And he's standing behind the podium, and from the waist down, all he's got on is his yellow cake. <laughs> and up top, he's like a shirt and tie and jacket. <laughs> Business up top. Well, if you're still listening, folks, um, yeah, welcome cake. to Harry Hog Football <laughs> Air episode 250. And as you can tell, we have really matured over these 250 episodes. <laughs> No way is right. We still have the same 20 sound effects we've had since episode one. That's right. That's a new well, that's one. a new one. I like that one. What, Josh? I said, my gosh, I just can't believe 250 episodes. My gosh. I remember we were sitting around going, dudes, episode 28 is coming up soon. We've got to try to get Daryl Green on the show. And, and, and since that point, you know, he's been on the show, what, eight? Ten times. I mean, it's like old hat to us now. Josh. Yo. What? What's that, like, Tinkerbell noise coming from your end? What Tinkerbell noise? <laughs> His bell end? It keeps going, <laughs> like Tinkerbell. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> it's like you're getting a, a text or something. It keeps coming through. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, maybe that's... Ching. 
Maybe that's Suzanne's computer in the other room. Maybe that's yeah. Maybe that's like your your daughter playing with one of her Tinkerbell toys or something outside she's a, the studio. She's asleep, dude. Oh. <laughs> she's sitting in a room, all four years old, being like, "I'm playing with my toys when I'm supposed to be sleeping." Ha ha ha. Hey, Josh. Hey, Aaron. I'm coming in the kitchen. You in the kitchen? <laughs> hey, um, hey. I don't even know if we can use the word Tinkerbell on the show because I think it is the property of the Walt Disney uh, Corporation. Dude, they, they're not like the Redskins. They're not going to sue us for saying Tinkerbell. Plus, um, like, I don't think <laughs> wait, they have wait, a Wait, 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 I'm not worried about that. I'm just worried about that you just said Redskins oh. on the podcast. Oh! I'll say it again. Redskins. Um, I'm not sure if Disney has a trademark on that. You have to ask all those, those, those uh, ladies with minivans that have, you know, Tinkerbell stickers in the back windows and that wear Tweety Bird t-shirts that say, what are you looking at? And stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, but I think, but I think what's in question is that we use the word Redskins on this podcast. Well, that's definitely trademarked. You're, we definitely can't have it in the name of our podcast. Dude, we're, you know what we need to do? We need to call David Lee. Speaking of David, David Lee, Lee, I'd like to give a shout out to David Lee Legal Services, our benevolent sponsor on this fine podcast, episode 250. He's been listening to us since about episode 43. <laughs> if not earlier. That's a long time. Like, And he still and he still listens to us. When so. he first started listening that's, to us, dude, his that's children... Like, that's like weeks of his life that he'll never get back. I know. When we first started listening to us, his children were only 12 years old, and he's a proud grandpa now. <laughs> a grizzled old man and his children and grandchildren so, yeah. have never seen the Redskins win the Super Bowl oh so maybe maybe David Lee can can give us the uh, the legal issues there with using the Redskins name you know what else David Lee <laughs> can give podcast. us David Lee can give us the legal issues about this uh, lockout since as of right now there's not even going to be a football season this year yeah That's and right. we can use the word Redskins we just can't uh, and, use that in, uh, I don't know. We can't use, like, the logos and stuff like that. Well, maybe he can. But we're, we're a news organization. We're allowed to use the word Redskins. That's true. And I, I got to say, though, because you mentioned the lockout, Aaron, and, and there being no football season this year as it stands at this point in time, the real, the real bad news with that is, you know, if they were to go to a scrub season and allow scrubs to, uh, to play – then uh, the bad news is, is that I will not be uh, be able to uh, to try out now, dude. What? Why? Well, well, I found out this week that I have a torn meniscus and possible ACL issue, and I'm going to have some knee surgery. And we we all know when that happens, it's going to be you know at least a year or more before, dude. And then it usually back. takes a few months to uh, round back into playing form. And I so think, it, so I... at that point, by the time I get back into my form that I am now without even getting into playing form, it'll just be too late. I'm sure we'll have a season again. Well, dude, dude, so, well, the good thing about there not being a season right now is I'm sure there's plenty of openings down in Birmingham, Alabama at Dr. James Andrews. Uh, That's what I was going to say, Josh. Did you get a second office. opinion from Dr. James Andrews? <laughs> Every team's doctor. Well, can he fly me something in, some cow's blood from Canada or something? And uh 
I don't no, know. he doesn't do that. He doesn't do that. That's the dude. He's, That's that that dodgy dude that got arrested. He's got baseball now, dude. He's got plenty of dudes to look after. Oh, oh yeah, he's got lots of shoulders to work Except on. Except Dr. James Andrews doesn't call it football season and baseball season. He calls it ACL season and Tommy John season. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, well, that sucks about your meniscus. Um, yep. Yeah, dude. So I guess it would just be me and John painful. on the team. So, you know, I, I will, I'll be happy to describe the process to our fans, to our, to our listeners. We don't have any fans, but, but to our listeners, I should say, describe the process of the whole, uh, you know, Tommy John ACL issue and how that works. Well, Josh, firsthand accounts. I'll take videos of them doing it. Can't you just play through the pain like London Fletcher would? <laughs> <laughs> did he have a torn meniscus dude he had a torn something no who was it it was uh did andre carter have the torn bicep that he was playing with no that's philip daniels wasn't it was it philip daniels yeah, it was philip daniels yeah. tricep yeah dude and um it's pretty i don't crazy. know but same, i gotta tell you this meniscus tear thing and, and we'll see what else they find when they do the mri this week it's a pretty painful thing how'd you and, tear it you know dude? Uh, kicking a soccer ball with Sam. I was playing with, with my son on the soccer field. Who do you think you are, and Lionel Messi? <laughs> I don't no, know. I planted, it, it's all about, like, I planted wrong and twisted my knee when I planted and turned, and uh, that's what did it. But it's a pretty painful thing. Like, some days I feel like there's a disconnect and I can't even walk. Like, my knee's going to buckle in half and twi- and, and and bend the wrong way. I mean, that's that's what it feels like. So, dude, this could be the end of your pro playing. This could be the end of your pro playing career. Has Doctor James Andrews looked at your MRI yet? Has he examined your MRI? No, he's getting his MRI next week. The MRI is supposed to be sometime this week. I'm waiting on the appointment. What have you? What have you had? How did they diagnose without an MRI? They did X-rays and they did a number of uh, physical tests. So they don't know the extent of the damage. They don't know the extent, but they but they said all. All signs lead to a definite torn meniscus and possibly something else, possibly some more. Josh, so you should we'll seriously ask them if you can get a, um, what's it called, the insurance people? When the doc- When the doctor has to tell you that you can go to a specialist, what's it? oh, a referral. You should see if you can get a referral to Dr. James Andrews. Be like, I'm only going to see Dr. James Andrews. Dude, he does. He works on like high school kids and college kids all the time. He's not like all all hity toity and only works on millionaire athletes. So you might be able to get in there. He might not be able sweet. to get in there. Yeah, you might be like, dude, how am I supposed to play U seven with my son if I can't <laughs> get this? <laughs> Seriously. Anyway, Seriously. there was some news this week. First of all, Josh, oh yeah, well, that's right. Was it Josh or John that uncovered the topener? I uncovered it, but Josh had this idea in the past, and and we both think it's a stellar idea. Especially for stadiums and stuff full of rednecks. Dude, that has been, like, my biggest pet peeve. Atlanta's the worst. Ever and ever is when, because I work with architects on a daily basis, and I always say, look, when you design your bathroom doors, why do you design it so that after you wash your hands, you have to pull the door handle to open the door? It's much better if you design it so that on the way back out, you can just lean up against the door with your forearm or turn around and back out through the door and push up against yeah. it to leave the bathroom. That way you don't or have kick to the kick plate. Yeah, because, you know, especially <laughs> imagine this. Imagine if they had doors on the stadium uh, bathrooms 
you know, and you go to a Dallas game, you know none of the Dallas fans have washed their hands, and they've all opened that door. And then you actually, the worst stadium, the last the last study I saw on that was the worst stadium was actually uh, Atlanta. So anyway, the architects have three options. They can recess the door and have it open outward so you won't hit anyone when you're coming out. Two, right. they can have that whole zigzag format where you don't even have to have a door and the ladies can't see your things. <laughs> they find ways to peek, though. And third... Especially in airports. And the third, and our favorite solution, is called the Topener. The Topener. Man, I don't know, but I'm going to improve upon the Topener. Because Topener people, you hear me now. I had this idea first. I'm going to improve upon it somehow, and we're going to market it. you got to figure out, Josh, how to make it shorter. Because I think it sticks out so far that people could actually trip on the Topener. And if you Could make it a, a shorter trip. version of that, then that might be able to uh, that might be able to uh, bypass the copyright on that because you've improved on the design. Yeah, you can. I see it. some broken ankle lawsuits, man. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, dudes out there and dudettes, the toe opener is basically a little mini little handle that hooks on the bottom of the door down where the kick plate would be down on the bottom corner, and you just put your foot on it and you pull your foot back and it pulls the door open there. So you open so you don't have to touch that nasty, nasty Dallas Cowboys hands grabbed after they played with their junk and they were using the bathroom and didn't wash their hands. Or had sex in the bathroom, which we all heard about this year at the new stadium. Had what and probably in the didn't wash their hands. Had what in the bathroom? Sex S E X Dudes? Ew. Like dudes what? and other dudes? No, it was a dude and a chick snuck into the bathroom at the, at the new Texas stadium and got busted having sex in there. Uh, you know they didn't wash their hands on the way out because they were all, like, embarrassed. How'd they get busted, dude? Jerry Jones got cameras up in there? Let me ask you this, though. <laughs> Probably. Even bigger question. <laughs> what kind of football stadium bathroom have you been in that put you in the mood to have sex? That would be zero. <laughs> although, <laughs> although the trough at Prince Anne High School was pretty hot. <laughs> the trough. Oh my god. The lines like twenty people back deep trying to take a leak. It's like gallons and gallons it, of pee. And then you're in like, this, hey, let's in this in that huge pee. like gutter, basically. <laughs> <laughs> One like big huge pee. gutter. It's not with like a trickle of water coming down from the top to the bottom. The water treatment. Dude, all that trickle of water is here. is the pee from the bathroom upstairs. It Dude, like, I bet. Trickles across that one, goes down, trickles across the one underneath. Here's what I bet. Here's what I bet that there are kids nowadays that have have never and will never experience the trough trough in the men's bathroom because they just don't do that anymore. At least not in America. Like the trough that has that little like like turn handle that you can turn either to the right or the left and it like sends a little bit of water in to kind of rinse it out. Or the one no not even that like it's just an automatic little street like trickle of water coming down but it's like <laughs> you know the trough that's like 20 dudes wide. Did they lose that and one? And you just walk up wherever school? you want to walk dude, up. There's no like line. Dude, I've told stuff. you guys my trough story, right? When I've told you my trough story when I was at Atlanta Fulton County Stadium back when the Braves played there. Did you fall in? Did I ever tell you that? Did you fall in the trough? Did no. you step in? You stepped in. I, you thought we had the these tickets to go to the, Brave game, the Braves game with Amy's father. This is before Amy and I were married. And he fell gives in. You a hint. He fell so in. This is like 18, 18, 19 years ago. We, we had these tickets to go and to this. Uh, no, I didn't. And and I broke my leg. And um, I I was wearing a cast. So to get to the oh, game. Oh, I've heard the story. All right. Yeah, yeah. So and I'm using, uh, using crutches. I'm hopping up and down. I got to go to the restroom. And we're like all the way up the top. And Amy's dad's like, 
Okay, I'll help you uh, make sure you get down there okay on crutches. So I get down there on crutches, and I get into the to the restroom, and it's a trough. And i got to take a leak, and her dad's got to take a leak. And there's nothing more awkward in than standing on one leg with crutches, trying to take a leak into a trough next to what will soon be your father-in-law. You took a leak right next to him in the trough? He was taking and, – and 20 other dudes, dude. It's a trough. I mean, that's what you do. And you, you know? try to, like, look straight ahead? Only I was trying to, like, balance on one leg with one crutch and, you know. Were you, like, here, hold this one? out and take a leak. Were, were you like, dude, can you give me a helping hand? <laughs> no. Pops, can, you, can you give me a helping hand? Were you like, can you hold my crutch? <laughs> <laughs> I think I was making small talk. Like, can we get some popcorn on the way back? You're like, can you prop this up? You guys are probably like, man, that was an excellent inning, second inning. Yeah, man, that was an awesome throw over first. <laughs> and Josh is trying, balancing on one leg, trying not to, like, fall over and or pee all over anyone or himself and Josh was like, stare straight ahead. Josh was like, this Tommy Glavin kid looks like he's going to be a pretty good pitcher. <laughs> <laughs> that John Smoltz like, wow. sure is something, huh? And then, no, you know who I remember seeing play that day? I, that very same day, that game, I watched uh, Deion Sanders play. Really? I'm sorry. And your father-in-law was like, man, I wish we still had Dale Murphy. Dale Murphy. Yeah. Bob Horner. <laughs> Bob Horner. And Gaylord Perry. <laughs> and Raphael Ramirez. Raphael Dude, Ramirez. What, what, which Necro played for the Braves, or was it both of them? What? Necro. Oh, Was Phil. it Phil Necro? It was Phil and... Um, what's Why, what'd you think I said? I thought you said something else. <laughs> it was Phil Necro and what's his brother's name? Well, it's Joe Necro. Phil and Joe. I think they both played. N I E K R O. Both of them played for like eight teams back before How do you guys played in? for eight teams all the time. Those guys, like, back in that day, people played for maybe two different teams' tops. Those guys played for every team they could. So did Nolan Ryan. Yeah, but Nolan Ryan's a Hall of Famer. The Necro brothers. Phil Necro's a Hall of Famer. Is he really? I think. Now we're going to go in as uh, a brave cub. We're getting off topic here. The, 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 what does this have to do with football? And oh, we were talking about the till opener topic. and how Atlanta has the nastiest uh, sports fans <laughs> that a whopping 49.8%, according to ESPN, <laughs> do not wash their hands when they leave the bathroom in a, at the uh, football stadium. That's and nice. they go straight to the nacho bar. And you know that these people do <laughs> And dudes... You know those people doing those statistics count the people that do the quick wash where they just like get a trickle on their hand in about a split second and then pull them right back out because they and they're like that's good so that people won't be that's like, good you didn't wash that's, your hands no they just get their fingertips under there <laughs> yeah. and they're like <laughs> you know, I the wash. tip washers I'm good just the tip the tip washers he's a non washer he's a non washer <laughs> I just want to point out that even though we were not talking about the Redskins during that segment we were talking about a team. That is also has a, a Native American mascot and, and teammate. Who, Phil Negro? And Phil Negro and his brother <laughs> Joe. And the Atlanta Braves. And a smelly old blanket that a Navajo wove. So, what? we we had a lot of uh, phone calls this week on Google Voice. Oh, no, that was five weeks ago. Oh, hey, um, hey we did have an email from someone. Can you pull that did. up? Who I was forwarded that it to you. It was I from... Want, I don't want my computer to crash again. It was from um, Dave, Cali Skins guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was talking about people in the draft. 
Yeah, he already and picked, whatnot. He already picked who the Redskins are going to draft. He went through and did his whole draft list, but you know what? We're, the draft isn't until the twenty eighth. Is the first day of the draft, which is a Thursday again this year. So we're we're going to save that for next probably next podcast. Is it going to be in prime time again? Um, it is going to be in prime time, but hopefully it will not include prime time. Oh my! Mm. It will. He'll weasel his way in somehow. They'll be like in future or in Hall of Famer, blah 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 blah. And he was like, "I see a money making opportunity in front of me with this whole Hall of Fame." Yeah, I'm, let's I'm just stop talking man. about him because that just makes my blood rise every time I hear. I I, I think about it. It makes what? I hate him. It makes what rise? My blood rise. What do you think I said? Ew. <laughs> I can't even joke about that, dude. I can't believe you said that. I can't even joke about that. I hate him. Well, anyway. Let's move on with our itinerary here. So, Kelly Skins guys, thanks for the email. We'll bring up your predictions on episode 252, probably. 250, Somewhere around there. Hey, there maybe 51. There was some big news um, in the coming out of the owners' meetings, I think, last week, of some rule changes. The biggest one is that the kickoff has moved up to the 35-yard line after all of Sean Sweezum's, like, complaining to the league that it was too far to kick. <laughs> um, so how do you guys feel about this, this rule change? I think the kickers need to eat their Wheaties. I think the half dozen or so teams that have good kick returners just got that kind of nullified. Yeah, it kind of. And sucks. I think I think that really eliminates Brandon Banks from the future of the team's uh, plans. I think it eliminates him from the team in general. I think you might be right, dude. Um, now remember, the kickoffs used to be from the thirty-five, and they changed this rule sometime back in the nineties to move it to the thirty. So they're going back to what they had before. But the whole reason they're doing it. It's because of danger. It's because is to try to eliminate the danger and all the the, the people getting hurt on the uh, on the kickoffs and the punts. But they're still allowing the two man wedge as of this point. They decided to go ahead and allow that as well. <laughs> we call that the two man wedgie, and it just brings back um, thoughts of that circus act that I saw on Friday <laughs> with uh, Nicholas and Dimitri. <laughs> and, um, their methodical lifting of each other into the air by their underwear. In the cowboy's bathroom. Um, <laughs> Dimitri. So it's it's. I don't understand why they're doing <laughs> that, but they're still allowing the two-man wedge. I don't understand why they're doing that and still allowing the wedge. Wedgie. And, uh, you know, it's like, oh, we've, we're worried about safety here, but but not really. The guys get to run less five less yards to get to it. Well, it was It's going to have a lot wedge. more. What's that? It was a three-man wedge, and then that got illegalized down to the two-man wedge, I think, last year or the year before. (laughs) Yeah, it got knocked down to two last year. If they don't let them do it, then the players are going to complain that no one will let them hold hands on the field. (laughs) (laughs) Especially Nicholas and Dimitri. Brotherhood. I mean... mean What's next, dude? They're going to ban, like, patting each other on the butt when they do their job? We can't even hold hands anymore. And now we can't pat each other on the rumps. What's this league? It's all because out? someone like Carlos Rogers ended up cupping somebody. And if they, it's like, dude, you don't cup. Everyone knew you don't cup. And once he cupped somebody, that was it. Dude. They, had to, they had to make a, a rule against it. Dude, all I know is if they ban this, if they ban the two-man wedge so you can't hold hands, and then they ban you can't pat, <laughs> e- pat each other on the butt, then we're going to lose a lot of our homosexual friend fans that like football. 
Why are they tabling this until May is what I want to know. Why can't they just make a decision right now? I mean, it's not like they have better things to do right no, now. No, that right? is the rule. That rule was changed. They're not tabling that. No, they're tabling the two-man wedge. Oh. I don't know, but let's... let's... No, 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 no. They're not tabling that. Are yeah, they? they are. Yep, they're tabling I... that. The kickoffs have been moved to the 35-yard line. That is a rule change. It is I done. Thought they, but they tabled. To, wait, according to my note, it I says they, they tabled, tabled a the proposal whole... to ban players launching themselves to make a tackle. That's, That's also right. another thing that they decided to wait on to table until May. Well, if that's the case, we might as well cut Leron Landry right now because that's the only way he knows how to tackle anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, dude. Shanahan's going to get some... school of sailor diving is, you know, going to go under. I mean, Shanahan's getting some decisions made for him with these rule changes here. It really is. Brandon Banks cut. Brandon Banks cut. Um, hold on. I haven't played it yet. And I guess Thanks. that's going to mean... Um, LeRon Landry, I hate to say it, dude, but if they ban that tackling technique, then... We'll, we'll see. I, you know what I think is even more interesting is Just that kidding, the owners got together during this lockout with no input from the players or coaches and made a rules change. Yeah, it, here, and we're just like, yep, here you go. We're making rules changes while you guys are on strike, basically, because that's basically what they're doing. Well, did they ever get player input for those hmm. meetings they have, like in Palm Beach and whatnot, for these rule changes? Sometimes, sometimes they go for input with that. I mean, dudes don't go and show up there, but they do talk to their coaches and players. But in this case, they were just like, oh, hey, if you guys guys are off doing that, we're going to keep making decisions while we're waiting for you to uh, sign this contract that gives you less money than than you're getting now. And if you guys really want to know, they're really making these rule changes for moving the kickoff up to the 35 because they know they're going to have people like John Adams as the kicker when the when the scabs come in, and he's not going to be able to kick it far enough if they put it back at the 30. That's Dude, why they're making the kick at five yards. They're making the two-man wedge available so that, well. So that guys that get on the field and suddenly go, oh, my God, I'm so scared because I'm going to get crushed. They can hold hands. They can hold hands and cower together. Yeah. Pretty much. But, dude, seriously, I think this is a bad rule change on the kickoff because... Yeah, um, in all seriousness, I agree. It takes away the whole return possibility. I mean, if you are if you got a huge lead, you're just going to drill it into the end zone every time. Uh-huh. You know what it is? It's about revenue. Well, if it's about revenue, about why aren't revenue. they allowing for the kick? So you have more excitement on kickoff returns than on this, like... I mean, I guess you could if you really wanted to, but why would you want to ever kick it to like Joshua Cribs and those like those Devin Hester? Him? Yeah, Devin Hester. You would always drill it through the end zone every single time. In fact, exactly. Well, those are the time. those are the six teams. I'm sure it was uh, what the Browns, the Bears, the Redskins. What other teams have really good kick returners? There were six teams Seattle, that voted against Seattle, it. Seattle, remember? Seattle. That's how they were able to make it so far in the playoffs as their returner. Yeah, yeah. There were six teams that voted against it, and I think it's a three-fourths majority, 75% majority, that has to vote to get stuff passed with the meeting. So Did the Redskins vote against it? So there you it? go. I'm sure they did. Hmm. Only six Any team teams that has a good returner it? is going to vote against it. I thought more would vote against it than that. But whatever. Although the Redskins would have voted against it two seasons ago, saying that Antoine Randall was still a good returner. Yeah. In fact, Pittsburgh probably bet against it because of that. Hey, he I had two know. points in the Super Bowl. He did. Combined, he's he like, did, and he's, he's got like, what, 17 Super Bowl points or 16? Yeah, you know. I guess 14. Came to the Redskins and he sucked and then he left and he was, 
decent again. But, you know, what else is new? Yeah, what else? Uh, what else do we hear about? Um, Hold on, can I oh, finish? this can is I finish? another. Can I finish? Oh, sorry. Can I finish? Can I finish? Okay, I'm finished. All right. All right, I'm done. Oh. A new rule change, another one, which is leading the NFL more towards college football style instant replay, which I really, really, really like. If we have to have it, I think we should do a college style. Team owners voted Tuesday to make all. All, all scoring plays reviewable by the replay official and referee. Oh, yeah, I saw that. I like that rule. So no matter what, if there is a point scored or two or three or six. You know what I would like added to it's that? It's reviewable. A change Every of, play. A change of possession play. Yeah. I, I love it how they do it in college. There's a dude up in the replay booth and he goes. Hold on, dudes. I want to look at it again. Hold on. And that's pretty – I mean, they get a review where, where a coach can say, you know, the coach still gets a, a review chance where if they don't review it in the booth, he can be like, hey, I want that reviewed. But generally, you have a referee up in the booth who's just like, Smart all right, hold on a second. We need to check that real quick. You know what? I would be really good at that job. Especially in, in stunning HD. Dude, I have become such an HD snob. Just like you. Since I got my my nice uh, plasma TV, I love HD. It's fantastic. I was talking to somebody else that we work with, a, a mutual friend of ours named Ken, and he was just like, "I don't even watch channels that aren't HD anymore. I hate them." There's less and less channels that are not HD. It's nice. Yeah, Imagine it's if we had HD so, yeah, back stunning in the days HD. when when Am I Hot or Not came out on the web. <laughs> it might break the screen. I mean, Aaron and I would be talking on the phone, and Aaron would be—I'd say, dude, he didn't—he didn't get out of bounds. He—he he didn't make the catch or whatever. Aaron's like, dude, if you had an HD, you'd be able to tell. And I'm like, whatever. <laughs> and now that I have HD in the in the comfort of my own living room, I'm like, Aaron's totally correct. <laughs> you had that big old like square TV where the edge of it was turning purple because the tube was about I, to blow out. <laughs> <laughs> I had that big old 32-inch tube TV. Round corners. That, that we bought in, like, what, 1998? Dude, all I know is, like, some some uh, sportscaster sideline reporter should not be shown in HD. Yeah, Leslie Visser. Uh, oh, yeah. Dude, I don't know about Susie uh, Colbert. She's still cute, man. I like Susie Colbert, man. Um, Andrea Kramer now. Uh, <laughs> yes, Andrea Kramer. That's it. Is it me or is we're all going to hell? Is oh, it me or does she somehow remind you of a fraggle? <laughs> she does look like a fraggle, dude. You're totally correct. Oh, guys, dude, there's no one listening anyway. It's like the middle of April. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. We're gonna All hear. Right. We're gonna hear. Dance cares on. away. We got a lot. We got a lot more stuff Worries on this list. Another a day. <laughs> Let the music play. Down a Fraggle Rock. Dooby dooby doo. Oh wait, are we moving on? Let's move on. We've got a lot, a long list here. Okay. All right. Yeah, we do. We apologize, actually. Uh, one for not talking about anything Redskins related, hardly, and number two for uh, taking so long to do this podcast. But we oh, wanted dudes. to make sure we actually had stuff to talk about. Dudes, I didn't even we realize. Did I thought we this would do was this the end of the itinerary. In less than two hundred and fifty minutes. I thought the end of the itinerary <laughs> was <laughs> after this draft thing. And uh, let me see. It's not after the draft. It's way down here. So yeah, we gotta get moving here. 
There's yeah, we got we got stuff to talk about. We actually do have things to talk about, such as we got a supplemental draft pick in the seventh round. Celebrate! Yeah, but, but tell them what yeah, we man, lost. Look at our picks. It sucks, dude. We have a first round, a second round. We don't pick again until the fifth round. Celebrate. We, then we, yeah. won. we have a six, a six and three sevens. Yep. Celebrate. And according to the different sources I've seen, according to ESPN, we have two pick. We were given pick two fifty two, which is one away from the last pick, Mister Irrelevant. But according to Matt Turrell from Redskins dot com, we got pick two fifty three. Which may still be one away from Mr. Irrelevant. I I really don't know. But all I know is we got an extra pick at the very end of the seventh round. Did we get it for Justin Tryon? I think we did from Indianapolis, 224. Nobody nobody seems to know. We got pick 224 (laughs) for Justin Tryon. I think they gave us that pick just because they felt sorry for us for the McNabb trade. I know who knows. Vinny Serrato knows. He Vinny Serrato no, doesn't know Jack. He knows Vinny, no Vinny band. And his and his band of merry trolls. That's another one they, to bring up. Know. I don't even feel like joking about. Let's just move on from here. All right, dude. Golly, well, well the good news is we picked up deep. one pick. But the bad news is John's dog, Artis Hicks, cost us a six and a seven. <laughs> my dog. Mine is if you mean Aaron's dog. Artis Hicks. Didn't cost us a sixth or seventh, but he earned, by us picking him up, he earned the Minnesota Vikings a sixth and a seventh round pick. Because they lost such a high quality player. What is that about? Josh, you want to take this one? Because you were pulling for Artis Hicks to come to the team. Who, me? Yeah, from the Vikings. You said he was like their best backup. Uh, Wasn't that Josh? I thought it was. If Josh is spelled A-A-R-O-N, I think it was. <laughs> <laughs> well, whoever said that at Harry Hog Football was a... Numbnut. Because <laughs> he pretty much... Well, that's all right. All three of us thought that McNabb would be at least decent for the Redskins uh, this year, and he wasn't even really that. Yeah. All right. Yeah, that was uh, me that said that Artist Hicks was going to be rock. good. And Artist Hicks was I not I can see good. something else happening, too, though. You know what I see happening? What? New Orleans is going to trade us their number 24 pick for none other than Albert Hainsworth. <laughs> I do not yeah, see it is, happening. It is official that we got a fifth-round pick for, uh, what's-his-face, the right tackle, instead of a fourth-round pick in that Jamal trade. Brown? Jamal Brown. Maybe he'll be good this he's year now that he's had another year to get... Dude. You know, he's you know he's not training off-season because they're in the lockout, so hopefully he's getting his... his He's getting himself better. Dude, you know don't I mean? don't give up on Jamal Brown just yet. He had some flashes last year. I think I think we're gonna see a couple of uh linemen get drafted this year. Dude, I want to see. I think they're gonna really focus on O linemen, linebackers, wide receivers, and a quarterback. You guys know who we still have on our O line? Big Mike Williams. Oh yeah. We keep forgetting about him. Yeah, he's still yep. there, and Malcolm Kelly's still hanging around. We got all these like injury prone dudes that we got to figure Malcolm out what to Kelly. do. Where's the doctor gonna go though? He's cut, he, dude. <laughs> I know, I know he's cut, but where's he gonna go? He might I not go anywhere because there might not be a season. He no no players are allowed to sign are allowed to sign right now because of the lockout. So he is in limbo, dude. No players are even even allowed to go into the stadiums. Like I saw some article. 
Or if there's a concert, like a Kenny Chesney concert in the Redskins Stadium, for example, no Redskins players are allowed to go to it. Are you serious? Yes, I'm serious. The only thing they're well, allowed to do. Well, that's too bad because that means there's only going to be three people at that concert. In fact, dude, I think the article, it was Kenny Chesney that said that. Like they interviewed him about it and said, there's not even football players allowed to go to my concerts. What if I'm not sure how favorite? true that is. I think it's more they can't go into the training facilities. Like the Redskins can't go into the training facilities at Ashford. But if you're a paying customer, you can go into a concert. That's, you're a paying customer. You, that's 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 a contract that you signed. I can go I mean, incognito, man. Dude, could you guys? They can't keep him out. If if dude, if damn it, if 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 players want to go see Kenny Chesney <laughs> at FedEx Field, I mean, I nobody's going to stop him. I cannot see Brandon Banks missing the Kenny Chesney <laughs> <laughs> just because there's a lot. <laughs> oh, dude! And if uh, Justin Bieber's playing, Rock. forget it, man. London will be there. <laughs> anyway. Someone's going to be there, but I don't know who they are. Yeah, Brandon Banks is going to be there rocking out. Going. As a matter of fact, uh, you know, if anyone I listens to... I used to return kicks all night long, singing Rocket to you, baby. <laughs> uh, were um, you just singing a Kenny Chesney song? That's the only verse of something that I know from Kenny Chesney. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I don't know Does he sing There's a Tear in My Beer? I have no idea. Or Boot Scoot Boogie? I remember that. No, that was Alan Jackson. I remember that I one. Know, that was big in college. Amy and I joked that Kenny Chesney, like, every song sounds the same. It's just him, like, hitting on words. Wait, I thought you only words. knew one song. So what do Dude, you mean you every probably song have a Kenny Chesney album. You probably bought a CD. No, I didn't. You probably went down to like the local FM radio station that does country because there's probably a hundred in Raleigh, <laughs> and you went down there for one of those those uh you you happened to be down there where Sam somewhere like going to Starbucks and next door they had a booth that was like one hundred five point three today's hot country. <laughs> they had the van. and they were giving away oh, Kenny Chesney CDs. They had the and van. Sam was like, yeah, I want one. They, they do that. They do that at the Starbucks here. What are you talking? about? They had the van. <laughs> outside. It said like honk if you love one hundred five point three country. If you love Chesney. Today's hot country hits with Sugarland with the most continuous music. Now, Sugarland's a different story because that chick's pretty hot. I gotta say that. All right, enough about country music, dudes. Let's get back to the Redskins here. We Sugar talked about Land. the draft picks. Led by Andrea Kramer. <laughs> All right. Hey, speaking of... <laughs> Dude. The draft? Speaking of the draft? Speaking of the draft, pretty much everyone uh-huh. expected to go with the top 10 or 20. Or visiting or getting visited by people. <laughs> They're pretty much checking out everyone that's looking like they could be anywhere in the range of the 10 pick or thereabouts, and every single person that might go pro from Virginia Tech. Hmm. And I don't even want to get into all the names of most of the, all these guys. I think maybe we'll touch on a few of them once we get closer to draft time. But so much of this is just crap speculation. If you want to listen to like a top 10 list of who the Redskins should draft, you can go to the Bleacher Report. <laughs> you can go to the Bleacher Report every day and it'll Because it's all BS anyway. It'll be like, Redskins to draft Blaine Gabbert. And then the very next day, Redskins to draft, what's his name? Ingram. And then the next with the third With the 10th pick, the Redskins get Mark Cam Newton. And then the next you know. day it'll Dude. be like, Redskins say <laughs> they the will not draft pick, Mark Ingram. The Redskins trade Albert Hainsworth to the New Orleans Saints 
for fill in the blank. I mean, are you guys to the point now if, where you get like a Google alert on the Redskins and you look to see if it's Bleacher Report and you just skip over it? Because that's what I do. Yes, absolutely. Because the headlines, it's like it's like the National Enquirer. Yeah. Redskins. God found in this Apple Corps. Redskins signed Josh <laughs> Allen to five-year deal, even though knee injury is suspect. Questionable so, knee. And then the first line of the article is, ha not really. Yeah, not really, but guess what? This person over at the post said this. Thanks for clicking on our link. Yeah, there, there, Uh, there. Anyway, so yeah, I don't know. I still don't know what position we need the most because we need so many. Quarterback. Quarterback. Probably quarterback. The defense needs some help, too, on the other side of. Linebacker. Linebacker. Well, well we're well, running kind of long. Let's let's save it for next week, like we were yeah. talking about. We'll go through Dave Kalikskin Sky's uh, mock draft. You know what? I say and, we uh, get down to our normal break and then save the rest. Probably we got so much it. on this list somehow. Let's take a break. No, 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 no. Let's just take a break now. How about that? Yeah. That sounds good. All right, we'll take a break, and when we come back, uh, we'll talk to you a little bit about some cowboys. <laughs> And some draft parties. And and, and during the break, I'm going to have my own draft party. Be ready to joke them. All right, we'll talk to you guys after the break. You're listening to Harry Hog Football. Episode 250. Is someone you love in trouble with the law? Maybe your child or grandchild has been charged with a simple traffic offense, a DUI, or reckless driving, or a simple misdemeanor, assault, shoplifting, or indecent exposure. Perhaps it's a much more serious felony, murder, drug possession, or distribution, or even a third offense, DUI. Charges like these often leave you asking questions. Who do you turn to for help, and what happens next? The fact is, every case is different, and many require tough choices. Every case is different. To best guide you to the best possible place, you need a seasoned professional. Oh, no, you didn't. Consider David Lee. He's been practicing criminal and traffic law in the state of Virginia for over a decade and has handled thousands of cases for thousands of clients. David Lee is based in southeastern Virginia, But for the right price, he's ready to travel to any corner of the state, including Ashburn. So if you or someone you love is in trouble with the law, call David Lee today at 757-259-9377. That's 757-259-9377. Hey, uh, if you guys didn't hear, there's going to be a rockin' party. Redskins are having a draft party on April 30th. Is this at the stadium? You you can sign up online if you want. Make sure that if you buy the large beer, it's not the same as a small beer. Yeah, the draft party. Because, you know, some people might actually go to it. If we were up there, well, this year we wouldn't go to it. Hello? It's not like the players that get drafted can go to it. <laughs> um, but I'm sure, you know, Shanny the Elder will be there looking all freaky-eyed. 
glass-eyed and pissed off at the world. Shandy. And Alan DeBruce will be there all bemused and like, oh, man. Shandy the Younger so will be there looking like he's about to coach his uh, son's soccer team. <laughs> well, the party is on the 30th, which is Saturday, which is the third day of the draft, rounds four through seven, um, at FedEx Field. And I'm sure it'll be a good time, guaranteed by all, because if Bruce Allen has anything to do with it, it'll probably be cool. Yeah. But if anyone else is trying to do it, like D.H. Donovan, <laughs> I, I, I would avoid the funny thing avoid is, it like the, Brandon Lloyd. The funny thing is, D. H. Donovan has actually talked to David Lee. Oh yeah, David Lee talked to him personally and told him why he wasn't going to renew his season tickets. And lawyer to lawyer, what did D. H. Donovan do? But give him field passes. As a free, and brisket. he still didn't renew his his season tickets. That bribe didn't work, D. H. That bribe. No, I don't know if we that 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 gift. That gift. That gift did not work. DH. You should have thrown in some brisket. Should have thrown in some brisket. brisket, some beer. That brisket sounds good, there, son. And hey, while you were at it, you might as well have made David Lee the coach. Might be in a better position right now. Possibly. I think he's going to be coaching at William and Mary, though. So he's already got a job. Right hey. down there. Anyway, purely speculation. I read it on the Bleacher Report. <laughs> Hanging outside the Wren Building, <laughs> the Bleacher Report. Anyway, speaking of um, people in trouble with the law, the Cowboys. Brian Joke McCann. Hold on. Here's where we definitely need to play. Just the good old boys. <laughs> the boys. <laughs> never meaning no harm. Just the bad That's old all boys. You ever saw being in trouble with the law since the day they were signed. Always causing yep. trouble. Making, Making their, their way. The only way the criminals only know, way how. know how. <laughs> Here, I got something That's I can just play a about. little bit more than kind of fitting Jones can't allow. What you got? What you got? What you got? Got, got. What cowboys are in trouble? Name them. You guys didn't hear? No. Cowboys Brian McCann, not to be confused with the catcher for the Atlanta Troth Bathroom Stadium Braves. <laughs> Off non-hand washing Braves. <laughs> to clarify, that was Atlanta Fulton County Stadium. Not the new Turner Field. <laughs> well, anyway, uh, he was arrested for public intoxication over the last week or so. Just about a week ago. And Josh's dog, Des Bryant. <laughs> couldn't keep Josh's, his, couldn't Josh's keep dog, his, Des Bryant. Couldn't keep his pants What cracks up. me up, dude, is that his parents named him Desiree. But he has to Oh, that would be Des. unfortunate, wouldn't it? Well, he can't keep his pants pulled up in the highfalutin mall down there in, outside of Dallas. So he was kicked out of the mall, and then apparently he... You know how it is, dude. You get sweaty crack, you gotta air it out, right? He went off on Paul Blart. In the middle of the mall. (laughs) He went off on Paul Blart. Apparently he did go off on Paul Blart. And they, uh, some off-duty cops were there, apparently, and they, they, (laughs) from what I read, they they pretty much kind of hung out until his ride came and picked him up. Because, you know, he didn't drive. They told him to pull his pants up, and he wouldn't do it? Exactly, and his he, buddies. He and his friends, but he says it wasn't him. It was his friend's pants that, that were drooping too low, <laughs> and that he was innocent. Why was his friend's pants down? <laughs> I don't, you know, we're all pretty laid-back people now, about, these, you know, social you stuff like that. But 
I still don't get the whole my pants are down around my knees thing. Well, let me ask I you. I still this. don't get it to this point. John. He's like, I he's like, I just went over to Buckles and Lore and bought myself a belt, man. John, was this incident with the pants down? Does it have any connection with the incident that happened inside the Cowboys Stadium bathroom? <laughs> we do not we cannot we cannot confirm or deny that. Um, did, no one is quite take, sure. Did he take pictures of his crack and text them to, uh, you know, some some reporter? I, I don't. All, all I know is that you know this is the guy who got in trouble for lying to the NCAA and he lost his entire season season senior season in college just about because he thought he was going to get in trouble for hanging out in Deion, with Deion Sanders, so he lied to the NCAA about it. Speaking of Deion Sanders, I he read... He thought he was going to get in trouble. Well, dude, because he, Deion Sanders has such a bad reputation, he thought he would get in trouble for hanging out with him. What does that tell you about Deion Sanders' reputation? That the kid lied because he thought he'd get in trouble for hanging out with him. That well, tells you all you need to know about Deion. Well, I told you that I heard after this article that um, Deion Sanders... Broke ties with Des. He broke up with Des Bryant, saying that Aww. the kid has problems. No more Wendy yeah, walks. Well, apparently like he does have problems because he also seems to think that money grows on trees. So he is being sued um, by some people whom who loaned him money. I believe it's in the six figures. I'm trying to get the article open right now. Check wait, it out. Wait, wait, back to the Dion thing. Was it like a was it like an Usher Bieber relationship they had, or what was the? Um, I think it was kind of like that, except I don't know what that means. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> Dude, ask your three year old daughter; she'll tell you. I'm asking. No, I don't have a three year old daughter. I'm asking you, dude, and I don't have a three year old daughter either. Yeah, you don't either. Uh, you're two year old or your four year old then. <laughs> Des Bryant is being sued for. Over eight hundred and fifty-three, eight hundred and fifty thousand dollars that he spent. Um, basically, some people gave him some money, a line of credit through an advisor, and once he signs his pro contract, he was supposed to pay all that money back, but he has not done so. Um, dude, and apparently, dude this was this like, happens. Huh. Yeah, he was he was like buying like all kinds of crazy stuff, like. Like dog tags that were encrusted with diamonds, and uh, didn't he buy like wa- a bunch of watches, like eight watches or something? He pretty yeah, much weird himself. stuff like that. He fits in in Dallas, is what you're telling me. <laughs> I mean, dude, what? Yeah, swatch. spending money on ignorant Just buy stuff. Buy a swatch, man. It's stylish and cheaper. It's like it's like Swatches. you want to. I mean, I understand you want to spend money and get bling and, and all that stuff, and that's cool. But you can't go. I, you can't get eight hundred and fifty thousand dollars for free. You know, I got a really it, nice Casio, man. It tells time. You're already dudes, what, what it comes football. down to with this, dudes, dudes, what comes down to, there, there's a whole lot of this that goes on in, in college where players are loaned money, college players are loaned money by slightly to very shady individuals that may or may not have anything to do with agents. Especially at the big Or they like may just, or, or, or they may just be agents and they loan them money and they have to and under this under the understanding that when they sign their pro contract they have to pay this money back. This happens a lot in college sports, especially football. Um t- 
Tons of players do this. They go through this. They get loan money. And it could be as little as 1000 or $2,000 so a guy could pay rent. But when they get their pro contract, they're supposed to pay that money right back. Apparently, for some reason, there's some loophole that says that's okay. It's not agent tampering to college players. And I'm serious. I, I don't understand why that's allowed to happen at all, but it does. And so there's a whole lot of that going on in this uh, individual uh, circumstance. But he's just apparently thinking he's too good to pay all these people back. Well, so then he's it's, big, it's a big problem in college sports, just like the whole agent. You know, there's tons of problems with that. But that's, and in the meantime, he's not the only person meals that are fifty five thousand dollars on a single meal or something like that, right? Yeah, yeah. But that was when they they that was when he had to pay the rookie meal, and the players really really took advantage of him on that. But you know, uh, all right. Well, let's move I would forward. too because it sounds like he's a prick. Enough about Cowboys talk. Let's move and forward because we've only got like five minutes to wrap up. Joke. One more Joke. thing. One more thing. One more thing on that. I said when he was drafted that he was a perfect fit for the Cowboys. I want to make sure that that is uh, reinstated in the record. Yes. Did you get that, Mary Lou? Someone who I think was a perfect fit for the uh, Redskins was shafted, left off the top ten pass rushers list by ESPN, and his name is... What's that about? Mr. Arakpo? Brian Arakpo. that list? I don't know, but he's pissed. As well he should be. I would be too, man. To the tune where he was dropping F-bombs on his Twitter account about it. But you know what? He also vowed to uh, not be left off that list again. I like that. It makes him hungry. Mm-hmm. So watch out, Dallas. Watch out, Tony Romo. <sighs> he need yeah. Romo needs to watch out for him. He needs Especially to watch if we can out. Get that someone on the under si- If we can get someone on the other side that can play the three four. Romo needs to watch out that he's not going to get relegated to second string. Like I always said that John Kitna was better than him anyway. You know who could come back? Number 56. Mr. Nichols. Josh. (laughs) This is it. This marks 150 episodes that Josh has talked about LeVar Arrington. (laughs) So it's another anniversary for Harry Hog Football. What a fitting episode, though. You haven't mentioned him for a few weeks. You haven't mentioned him for at least probably 25 weeks, I would say. Yeah, I I think this was the right episode to bring him back. Yeah, good job. When we talk about Brian Arakpo, I think about LeVar Arrington. And you you mentioned Romo needs to watch out, just like another Dallas quarterback needed to watch out when LeVar Arrington Arrington cleaned his clock. When LeVar Arrington ended his career. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Just got to say it. There's a parallel here. Yeah, I see what you're saying. You're saying that uh, if uh, Romo's not careful, he's going to go the way of Aikman. That's right. Under at on hands, a Rackpo tackle. Aikman. At the hands of a Rackpo. Anyway. Rackpo's um, a beast. Anyway, uh, moving forward. Um, yes, I'm looking forward to a Rackpo and hopefully the rest <laughs> of the team having a good year. If there's yeah. football. Moving forward, if there's football this year. Um, get, get this. The Redskins must close caption everything from the public PA system, including songs. They got a big enough screen to do it. Including song lyrics. That what that's that's the big point of this ruling that happened in uh, the Maryland court system this past. Does week. that mean it's going to be like who let the dogs out? Who let the yes. dogs out? <laughs> yes. Who 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 <laughs> let the dogs <laughs> out? Who who and it'll be on the screen. Which <laughs> when I first read it, you know, it, I mean, it, some people you might be listening to this right now going, "That's just dumb." 
And I understand thinking that's just dumb, but, you know, as someone that works with blind people myself, I can understand where someone who can't hear would be like, I'd really like to know what, what the heck everyone is saying over the PA system, what the song lyrics are. That would be nice. Well, they have to do it because, you know. And it's the a, law also. It, yeah. The Americans with Disabilities Act. Thing. And, and, and in, a, in a theater, uh, based on the quantity of seats, you have to have a certain number of assisted listening devices. Right. And Those there's like no way friend. assisted listening would work in a in a uh, venue like a stadium that's going to seat ninety ninety five thousand people. So right. obviously, the better thing to do is put it up there where they can at least read it. Yep. So that's cool. I don't yeah, and you know what? That. Maybe Dan Snyder should say take some of the money that he's trying to sue the city paper with and put it towards that system. Oh, speaking of suing the city paper. So there was a fundraiser this past weekend. Um, I think it just, it was held, uh, who held that thing? I don't even know. But there was a fundraiser for the uh, city paper trying to raise money in the uh, the fight against D.H. Donovan and Dan Snyder. And their, their massive, massive lawsuit, the most important lawsuit in the history of the United States of America uh, against... The lying, cheating, terrible people of the city paper who wrote a completely true article. Oh. Uh, anyway, yeah, I think that pretty much wraps it up for tonight's episode. Um, Except for the hog slot. Well, we're going to go through that real quick. I'll put this in music underneath. How about this one? I was about to say, we should put we should put music with the hog slot because it's supposed to be quick little hits. We'll go bang, bang, bang. John, we'll go John, me, and then Aaron. Hit it, John. Go. All right, Vonnie Holiday hosted a bowlathon to raise money to start the Vonnie Holiday Leadership Academic or Ac- Academy for the Boys and Girls Club of the Midlands, South Carolina. Good for him. Excellent. On, hey, Sunday, on Sunday, April, April the third. Oh, sorry, okay. Sorry. Go, go Sunday, ahead. Sunday, April the third, which was uh, obviously yesterday or two days ago. By the time you hear this, Reed Dowdy uh, participated in the inaugural Northern Virginia Kidney Walk as an honorary chair for the event. He takes the National Kidney Foundation and its message very seriously. Very good. In other news, the alleged shooter in the Sean Taylor case still hasn't gone to trial. How long has it been? I thought we have a How law. How long has it been? I thought we have a law Seriously. about expedited trials in this country. Actually, yeah. wasn't it four? It was four years on the first, right? Wasn't he shot on on April first? It's just ridiculous that that case hasn't even been resolved yet. It's unbelievable. It hasn't even gone to trial. Crazy. Crazy. Anyway, I think that about wraps it up for this week. Uh, no, it doesn't. In other news, Marty Schottenheimer, <laughs> former Washington Redskins coach, will be is now the third coach of the new Virginia Destroyers of the United Football League. They have not played a game yet. He is their third coach. Third coach. Third coach. Uh, Sam, One of them was Sam. John Gruden's brother, right. but he left. He left also. Hey, here, here's a bit of uh, Redskin player news for you. Uh, he, to tell you that he's getting old, Santana Moss has been enshrined into the Hall of Fame at the U. At the U. At the University <laughs> at of the Miami, U. parentheses, here's, Florida. Here's some other Florida. important news for you. Redskins cheerleaders are visiting troops in Iraq and Kuwait. I'm glad to see that they're out there, uh, you know, helping boost the morale. Because, you know, they don't have to go out there. That's cool that they do that. They don't have to. They could just stay here. What else is going on? Yeah, what else, John? 
the players are having a mini mini camp run by uh, London Fletcher and Chris Cooley and folks. Uh, basically, the dudes getting together to practice and train because they can't do it at Ashburn. Also, so at least London's- some of them have their act together. I don't think I did not see in the article that Albert Hainsworth was going to be attending. <laughs> no surprise. Are they going to be having that at, at uh, Cooley's in Cooley's backyard? That, that would be cool. With margaritas. Be, yeah, I was about uh, to say it would be like tequila shots. Here's and one. Slides made out of trash bags. So, something good was said about owner Dan Snyder. He got a lifetime achievement award for building or renovating someone. at least 28 football fields. The number of Daryl Green in the greater DC area. Right. I think that was from the NFL that he got that. So, I mean, as much as we dog on him, at least he does do some good things. Still hate yep. him, though. Um. Oh, yeah. In other news, good old Coach Joe Gibbs speaks to prisoners, students, about faith and life. He's 70. He's a champion, and multiple-time champion in the NFL and NASCAR. He could be just sitting around on his porch sipping some lemonade, but he's out doing good for the community. And by yeah. the way, the prison the prisons is where all of the trough toilets went. Um, <laughs> That's <laughs> what else we got. Oh, one more thing from Virginia Beach today. One hundred two point one, the game, which is a Redskins owned station, finally <laughs> got like rid it. of damn man cow. <laughs> I still don't even know what he is, but he was some kind of political talk show guy. <laughs> they finally got rid of him on their sports radio station and put a sports show back on in the morning. They put Steve Zaven back on. John, it's is about time. Cow. John is rejoicing. I am rejoicing. I, like I already sent them an email that said, thank you for doing something smart for once. I didn't know a Dan Snyder-owned company could do that. Miracles do I like that. how they spell, I like how you spell the game. Why you spelled it that way, I don't know. And I would like to give a shout-out <laughs> once again to Kelly Skins Guy for the draft email. Um, if you guys uh, want to send us some email or want to check out the site, the website's harryhogfootball.com, of course. The phone number is one eight. What is it? Eight seven seven Harry. One eight seven seven. Lock you up. Eight seven. Oh wait, no, no. Seven Harry Hog. Or something. It's, it's not eight seven seven. <laughs> it's, it's just seven seven, seven, seven dude. Seven seven Harry Hog. Seven seven. Dude, Harry someone's Hog. calling like eight seven seven <laughs> hot sex now or something because of you, and they're like, man, those dudes at Harry Hog football are jerks. They gave us. The I wrong called number. some porn number. <laughs> they charged me four ninety five a minute. It's a seven seven area code. 774 area code, which I don't know what that is, but it's somewhere in the U.S. It's not a funky number. So give us a ring at 77 Harry Hog. And 877 Hot Roll. You can send us some email at redskinsfan at harryhogfootball.com if you don't trust the voicemail thing. (laughs) And once again, in closing, I'd like to give my thanks to David Lee Legal Services for sponsoring this podcast. Thank you. And that about wraps it up. Hail to the Redskins. And if you guys see a Cowboys fan this week or Des Bryant, tell him to pull up his pants and choke him. Wear a belt. Choke him. Dude, just pull up your pants. What is wrong with you? It's not even cool with the kids anymore. Just pull up your pants. That was so 2009. Drippy drawers.